and I'm Madison, and this is Driveway Moment. Hello, and welcome back. We have something very, very serious to talk about before we start. I'm not pregnant, (laughs) obviously, Um, but very serious. McDonald's Razor Large Diet Coke price, 50 cents. Walmart... (laughs) What? Hear me out. I have three current events to tell you. Walmart is no longer selling or giving away plastic or paper bags. They are only giving away fabric bags for 75 cents. I know. Number three, mm-hmm. Little Caesars, $5 hot and ready that turned into six fifty hot and ready is now a $10 hot <gasps> and ready. It is not. I literally went there and got Drew a pepperoni hot and ready, $9.99. You are lying. Isn't that insane? Okay, that little Caesars in your free fridge. I know. That's but did crazy. Did you get a deep dish? No, just the five dollar hot and ready, and but I did it on the app, and I had picked it up after church for chance, mm-hmm. and I think I literally like just ordered it on autopilot. Didn't even look at how much I was paying. Used Apple Pay. And then like ran in there to get it. So I just was not paying attention yeah. at all. Nine ninety nine. That is insane. No more bags at Walmart. Okay, the whole bag thing is crazy to me. I just saw this thing saying that Target is doing the same thing that Walmart is doing mm-hmm. is in states where they outlawed grocery bags, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they literally, if you order groceries from them, they don't give you the option to not buy their bags. Okay, so I was confused because I order groceries yeah, well, from Walmart all the time. No, I just say no bags because I have my bags in my trunk. They literally never get used. Every time I go to the store, I buy another bag. It's mm-hmm. really stupid, but they I just leave them in my trunk. So when I get groceries, I just say no bags, and they put the groceries in my trunk in the bags in there. But apparently, Target won't even have that option, and they'll just refund you for the cost of the bags if you don't need them or something stupid like that. That's so annoying. How like okay, we went to Arizona. The bags were amazing. You don't have to pay for bags. They're literally just giving them away willy-nilly. You can have as many as you want. Well, I and- steal bags. That's probably why they started it cuz I've stolen so many bags from Walmart, but when only when I'm going to self-checkout when it says how many bags do you have? I say 0. And sometimes um, I take an extra bag just because it, like, pisses me off. <laughs> I'm not lying. Like, I'll just grab one and be like, screw you. That is so funny. I actually have heard that from so many different people. Really? Yes. And I was like, I'm not. I I can't do it. I pay for a bag every single time. I literally buy reusable bags almost every time I go. It's so stupid. This oh, they actually brings do. us into our topic, moral questions. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm a little nervous. I know. Morally about buying a bag. I do feel kind of guilty because I'm like, mm, I do but, feel like I need to like repent because I am <laughs> actually stealing, but I just don't consider it stealing because I've been free my whole life. Do you feel like you're taking a moral stand against them charging for bags? Yes. You actually do? Yes. No, like I, I have a very, very strong that is feeling so about bags. Okay, well, I have a question. Yes. Do you say inexpensive because it sounds better than cheap? Yes. Me too. I, like, try to make a mental note. I try to never say the word cheap. No, do you know what's really funny? I was, I think I was somewhere wanting to buy something, and I was like, oh, talking to this man. Oh, I was at the tire place. Mm -hmm. I was at a tire store, and I was like, ooh, those are kind of expensive. Do you have any, like, cheaper options? And he, like, looked at me, 
like weirdly and I was like he's like you mean inexpensive yeah we have less we have less expensive options like our most inexpensive option is this and I was like because cheap is kind of offensive well yeah I think like I think he literally was offended and that's why he looked at me like that ever since then I say inexpensive yeah I'd rather be an inexpensive queen than a cheap ass (laughs) okay literally there's one more oh this is so interesting to me I've actually been trying to not say this but we say it a ton Mm -hmm. and I don't I feel like sure words have power but I'm not like crazy like you know okay but I saw a video about it and it's like people are like oh my gosh I'm dying I'm dying for that they're like why don't you just switch it out with a positive word or like not say dying like oh my gosh I'm living for that or like you know what I mean? Or when, like, when anytime anyone says anything funny, like, on our Instagram today, I was going to say, I'm dying. But instead, I just uh, said, ha, 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 But because I was dying because I thought it was so funny. But that's such, a, like, a negative word. You know what I that's mean? That's so interesting. No, that's actually funny that you say that because Luca, when he was little, would be like, I'm dying when he thought something was funny because he heard probably us say that <laughs> so much. And it was that. so funny. Everyone was just living for it because it was so funny Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know if i like the word like living i know oh i don't know that's kind of cheesy to me in a way but i need to find a new word rather than dying no i feel like you could just be like oh my gosh that is so funny i'm screaming that's definitely working i'm screaming but let's get into these moral questions i know let's get started do you want to go first okay wait so really quickly okay also we don't know any of these questions i pulled them off the internet like Three weeks ago, I was like, Malia, let's do an episode on moral questions and then just, like, copy-pasted, copy-pasted, like, 20 to her. Um, and I'm going to try to find out where I got them from so I can, like... Give them credit. In our show notes. Okay. And then... <clears throat> excuse me. Really quickly, me and Madison are drinking LDC's Large Diet Cokes. So if you hear that, oh, yeah. we're just refreshing ourselves with some yes, delicious Yes. I always health. hear when I, like, edit or listen, shakes mm-hmm. up an ice cube. I know. I'm obsessed with ice okay really quickly i think that ice has like this sounds so so cheesy healing power no i think ice has the power to make your drink good or bad like yeah I, oh, oh oh for sure i love good ice i love good ice and i think every drink that's cold needs ice and well i use tap water ice <gasps> not in my Stanley. Oh! No, no. I used tap water ice, not in my Stanley. And it, I don't know if there was something in the water, but my literal water tastes like chicken nuggets. <gasps> oh, that's disgusting. Like, you know when certain ice gives your water a flavor? Mm-hmm. It's Actually, repulsive. I know exactly what you mean. I, like, old ice, if ice has been sitting in a freezer, like, in the ice maker of the freezer for, like, months and months and months, I literally, like, we, I dump it out. Yeah, because it gets stale. It gets stale, and I feel like it takes on freezer flavors. Yes, like if an onion's close to it. Yes, but anyway, my whole point of saying that is I am a little bit like high maintenance when it comes to ice. I love good ice, and I want good ice. I don't like bad ice. Mm -hmm. Like, I just am obsessed with ice. Zara is obsessed with ice. That's she she i think she just likes to eat it and play with it Mm -hmm. but she literally is always like if she heard this ice ice she would want the ice out of it oh i want to kiss her she's so cute oh she sabotaged my bath yesterday why well i i never 
ever take a bath when my kids are awake because they'll dive in. Anyway, Chance was – he got home from work. Or no, he didn't even go to work. He was sick. So mm-hmm. I was at home. Anyway, went to go take a bath. And I was like, Chance, keep the kids. I want to take a bath by myself. So I had my show. I made myself a fresca with a bunch of basil and fresh lemons and limes. Ooh. It was literally heavenly. It was so good. Anyway, Zara was sad, so I let her come into my bath, and she ate all my ice and my basil out of my drink. <laughs> she's such a monster. Anyway, her. she's cute, though. Um, I just got a bunch of stuff, and I'm going to take a long bath today. <gasps> Did you get Epsom salt? Oh, my gosh. I forgot that. I just you bought a huge a bag. Handful. I was just going to say, I just bought a huge bag. You should take some. Okay. But before we start, rules mm-hmm. for the moral questions. Okay. We are answering definitively yes or no. Like, no, oh, I don't know what I would do. We have to end it with yes or no. Okay. And truly put yourself in the situation. Okay. Okay. And we don't have to take forever, like, with each question because there's a lot. But okay. I want us to be very certain. Okay. I like that. Do you want to okay. go first? Yes. Okay. Okay. You are at your best friend's wedding just an hour before the ceremony is to start. Earlier that day, you come across definitive proof that your best friend's spouse-to-be is having an affair with the best man. Slash maid of honor. Oh, like one or the other? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so he's either having a gay romance or <laughs> is sleeping with your best friend? Yes. Hmm, okay. And you catch them sneaking out of a room together looking disheveled. You tell your friend... Oh, if you tell your friend about the affair, their day will be ruined. But if you don't... They will marry a cheater. What do you do? Tell them. Yeah, you tell them. But also... Immediately. You immediately tell them. I would actually go to the two people and say, you go tell them right now. Because I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, I would be... I'm just petty, but I'd be like, um, you need to go up there and say no because you're a nasty-ass cheater well, in front of everyone they know. With photos of the proof. That's like my dream. <laughs> Okay, that's what I would want to do. I think I would literally start sobbing and panicking and go tell them in a panicked, tearful No, telling panic. somebody something that is like you know will hurt them is like the most gut-wrenching feeling to me oh. ever. I think I... because I've had to be told things I literally do not want to know. But mm-hmm. then like being on the other end of telling someone. Well, and like if you care about this person at all, obviously you are like you can – put yourself in that situation to feel how they would feel mm-hmm. or just be like I could imagine whatever like if you care about them you are it's going to be awful trying to tell them that. yes but definitively I would absolutely tell them but 100%. I would first want the other people to tell them because yeah. I actually do not I hate being the bad news bearer no and I do think that that is like if your spouse is doing something you would way rather hear it from your spouse than mm-hmm. someone else you know yeah so I agree with you. Okay. Next, <clears throat> you are an eyewitness to a crime. A man has robbed a bank, but instead of keeping the money for himself, he donates it to a poor orphanage that can now be afford. He donates it to a poor orphanage that can now afford to feed, clothe, and care for its children. You know who committed the crime. If you go to the authorities with the information, there's a good chance the money will be returned to the bank, leaving a lot of kids in need. What do you do? Okay, I was expecting them all to be, like, the first one. Like, very easy. Um, Depends. Was the bank insured? The bank was obviously insured. I don't think I'd tell. Well, all banks are, like, FDIC insured. Yeah. You wouldn't tell? I don't think so. I think I would. Really? I care about poor orphanages, but I just feel like... Like, that gives an excuse for anyone to do anything, then. Yes, and, like... 
I'm trying to think. That's like other. I mean, obviously, it's insured, so everyone's gonna get their money that was stolen from. But mm-hmm. I actually would, if I were an eyewitness, I would tell them. Absolutely. You're an eyewitness to a crime. Oh, actually, no. I would definitely tell. In my mind, this was a person I knew. <laughs> oh, there's where Malia's morals are. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I didn't know this person, like if I witnessed a crime, they wouldn't even get to the point of donating it to a yeah. orphanage. Yeah. I would be like, someone just robbed a bank. Here's their license plate number. This is their description. He was wearing this, this, and this, you know? Yeah, and I also feel like people who commit crimes, like stealing, I think, oh my gosh, I was just going to say stealing is the worst crime, but I steal bags. <gasps> <gasps> oh Ooh. no! I just—it's like a gateway. Different. It's a gateway theft. <laughs> it really is. No, I literally—I hate th- thieves though. I mm-hmm. literally hate thieves. I hate myself. Oh. I'm gonna quit stealing the bags. Obviously, I can't anymore. But yeah, I hate thieves. So I would tell mm-hmm. just so they could like get punished. Like I would want to see the person who robbed the bank get punished because. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen people steal and not get punished, and... It's very frustrating. It is the most... So what's your definitive answer? You tell? I would tell. Okay. Oh, uh, no. I feel like two wrongs don't make a right. You know what I mean? hmm Okay. You have a job as a network administrator for a company that also employs your best friend's husband. One day, your best friend's husband sends you a message asking you to release an email from quarantine. This requires you to open the email, at which point you discover that it's a correspondence between this guy and his secret lover. After releasing the email, you find yourself in a pickle. Your instinct is to tell your best friend about her husband's infidelities, but divulging the contents of company emails is against company policy, and you could lose your job. Once it becomes plain that your best friend found out about the cheating husband through a company email, all trails will inevitably inevitably lead to you as the leak do you tell about the indiscretions that's so hard Mm, but imagine yourself as like i think what i would do is i would be like i think your spouse is cheating on you i can't say why i can't say who what when or why but i think that he is you should really have a conversation with him because that is not that's not divulging secrets if you're saying this is what the email said then I think that would be divulging but secrets. But you, were, you weren't supposed to go in and do that email, but he asked you to, like probably as a... F- a favor to a friend? Yeah, is what it sounds like to me. So you're kind of breaking your... You're work. breaking the rules because you're not supposed to go in and check the email or yeah. whatever. Mm. How would you not tell your friend? if That's not your best friend if you're not telling them. I know. I should have just said friend. If, okay, if it was my best friend, I would tell them. If it was... um acquaintance acquaintance or someone like i considered my friend that i saw like i know what i would do what i know exactly what i would do what i would make a fake email read the email correspondence between the two people stalk them take photos and send it to the wife via secret email okay if it was my best friend i would just tell no i think i would actually i would i would go full pi I don't know. But I feel like a lot of people don't really take, like, this is what kind of make doesn't make me nervous because I really don't care if somebody is going out there who was my nurse earlier in the day telling her friends at their dinner about this weird patient she had named Madison. Because that's, like, against HIPAA. But, like... But I don't, like, I... <sighs> Sorry, continue. No, all I was going to say is I have, like, people that I know who work in, like, HIPAA things mm-hmm. and I'm, they're like oh i shouldn't tell you this but i'm going to anyways people don't really care at all well and 
every single time that I have known someone that has like worked in the medical field or just whatever. Do you know hairstylists are supposed to like yes. HIPAA? Um, anyway, most of the time when I've ever talked to someone, if they tell me something crazy, like some person, some medical issue, it's like, okay, I won't say their name. Like you, it's just random person. You obviously don't know them. Or if you do know them, they're like, maybe they'd tell you, but it's just like, this happened at work. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? And like, if I went in and I was like, you guys, I need help. And they told their friend about it. If they were like, oh, this girl came in and needed help. I don't think I'd be like, oh, how dare you? I'm suing you. And be like, oh, they don't know me. I don't give a crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, okay, what would you do? Yes or no? What would you tell the friend? I'm so freaking split down the middle. But I think that morally I would tell her because if it were my, if it were you, I would, I could never come to your house and eat dinner with you guys and not tell you. No. And I just think... What I would do, what I would do actually is I would be PI. I would just read the emails, be like, okay, this is where they're going to be. Take a photo of them, send it to the wife and whatever. And then once it's settled down a little bit, mm-hmm. just be like, hey, just, you know, I sent that to you. I couldn't tell you in the time because I was scared I was going to get fired, but I had to tell you. So I had to like do everything I could to tell you, you know? Yeah. So you would really so tell her? I, but that would be telling her. Oh, so, yes, yeah. I would tell her. Yeah. Next up, you've been on a cruise for two days. There's an accident that forces everyone on board to abandon ship. During the evacuation, one of the boats is damaged, leaving it with a hole that fills with water. You figure that with 10 people in the boat, you can keep the boat afloat by having nine people scoop the filling water out by hand for 10 minutes while the 10th person rests. After the person's 10 minute rest he or she will get back to work while another person rests so on and so forth this should keep the boat from sinking long enough for a rescue team to find you as long as it happens within five hours you're taking your first break when you notice your best friend is in a sound lifeboat with nine people in it and he beckons you to swim over and join them so you won't have to keep bailing out water if you leave the people in the sinking boat they will only be able to stay afloat for two hours instead of five decreasing their chances of being rescued but securing yours what do you do malia i know you would jump over that boat and leave us that is so hard okay actually looking at you no to be totally just your face to be totally honest it depends who's on the boat i know that's awful They would. They could still survive for two hours, decreasing their chances. No, okay. Because my first thought mm-hmm. was like it was just because you didn't feel like rest. Like if it. Okay. If it. I mean, this wasn't the question, mm-hmm. and I'll give a definitive answer. But if it was just, they could still stay afloat for five hours, but they just have to work harder. Yeah, I'm off that boat. I'm yeah. going with my best friend. Mm-hmm. But dechancing their creases of getting rescued. I just feel like the question is dumb because they're gonna be fine. I'm not just saying this to be like, oh, I'm a good person. I yeah. actually think that I would continue. Okay, well, if Drew were in the other boat and we're considering him my best friend, I'm jumping in with Drew. I'm literally not getting distance from Drew when we're lost at sea. I literally refuse. Yeah. So I would go into his boat, the secure boat. But I also would not be able to sleep at night. If they died? Yes. <clears throat> I know. Knowing that I should have been bailing water. This one's actually, like, the hardest for me. I know. Because I would want to think that I would stay in the boat. The thing to me, there's still nine people on the boat. They can bail water. They'll be fine. I think, do you know I would actually want to do, though? Mm-hmm. I don't think this is, like, any righter or wronger. Wronger? That's not the word. Any more wrong. 
But I feel like I'd be like, hold that spot in the boat for me. Okay, I'm going to bail water a little bit more. Don't you dare leave. I'm going to jump in that boat as soon as it's okay. Okay, but let me look at this. If the boats are just next to each other floating, waiting for rescue, though. That's the thing that I don't understand because if you – I was just – not just. I had listened to a podcast about a shipwreck Mm -hmm. and in it people survived like three days at sea in the water with no boats. So they'll be fine. No. I'm jumping over. I'm I'm jumping off the boat. I'm going to the safety of the new boat. Okay. Well, now that I think about it more, I'm for sure staying. Because if the boat's going to be floating next to me and there's nine other people and all these people are working hard, like, I feel like in life situations, like, life or death situations, so Mm. many strangers try to help. It's so true. So I don't, I actually think morally everyone in that boat watching them bail water, assholes. (laughs) No, well, what's actually crazy is it is so true. Whenever there's, like, an emergency, people always help. Mm -hmm. Like, you always have people helping. Now, I think... Honestly, well, now we're getting super technical on it, but really though, I'm actually thinking about it. Men should be shoveling the water. Yeah, I'm gonna trade spots with someone on the boat who's a strong man. I'm a freaking weakling. I'm not. I'm gonna be taking the boat down. Yeah, that's honestly true. The men should be shoveling the water. <laughs> I'm not even just saying that. Like they're literally built for it. We're not. They're really strong and muscular. <laughs> muscular. Yeah. Oh man. I love being a woman. Okay. Same. Okay. I'm actually, this is so much harder than I thought. Would I you, So would you, yes or no, stay in the boat or no? Oh, now I'm like, I would. I would. I would. I just know I couldn't. Not. It's okay that you wouldn't. I'm not judging you. That's actually so funny. I feel like you would jump out of the boat. Really? Yeah. But if it were strangers on all ends and I was alone, I would stay. Mm, no. No, it's your best friend. Wait, wait, it says your best friend? Yeah, isn't it? It says your um your you first break selfish? only nine people in the boat. Oh, and and your best friend is in a, a lifeboat beckoning you over. It says he, so it's Drew. Okay, if it were Drew, <laughs> I'm out. No, any anything to get close. Well, you'd want to be in comfort too. No, if it were Drew, I would. Mainly, all my life or death situations are like you just want to be with your husband. Yeah, like anyone besides my husband. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not lying, and I know you feel the same way, mm-hmm. so. No, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, because it says it's your best friend on the other boat, and they're like, come on over. Yeah, absolutely. If Chance was on the boat and was like, get over here, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, sorry, I have to go be with my husband. Well, if I think about it this way, mm-hmm. if Drew were on the other, other boat shoveling out water and I was in the other boat on safety and I was like, oh, no, he might not have a chance, I would literally personally kill him before I would let him stay in the boat. You know what I mean? You don't want Chance in the boat that's going to sink. You would kill Chance? You, I mean, you would kill Drew? Well, like, not. Oh, see, got to be using better language. I'd be so pissed off at him if he didn't get in my boat. Like, if you were the friend beckoning, wouldn't you be like, what is your issue? We have a seat in our boat. Come take it. Yes. Uh, okay. I Fine, last... I'm bailing. You you convinced me. I'm bailing overboard. <laughs> no, this is my last thing that I'm saying. I'm trying to put myself saying. in scared situations. This is the last thing I'm going to say. I would I would sit I would take my spot on the boat, but we would just hang out there and I think that we could definitely fit a couple more people on the boat if it actually sunk and these people were like dying. We could take turns floating in the water, you know? Yeah. Okay, so fine. I know I said definitively, but I just have to say, yes. if we're just going to be watching the people shovel out water, I'm not going to sit there and be and watch, watch them. them. That's so rude. Exactly. But if my boat's immediately getting to safety, bye. 
Okay. Can we read the question again? I don't, I don't like that one. It was too hard. That one was really hard. Do they just get more and more <laughs> difficult? Know. I don't know. Give me another one. Okay. <clears throat> You're involved in a two-car crash on your way to work one morning in which you accidentally hit and kill a pedestrian. As you get out of the car, you are intercepted by a tearful woman who seems to think that she hit and killed the pedestrian. You're not sure why she thinks she hit the person, but she is convinced there's only you, the woman, and the person you hit on the road. There are no witnesses. You know that whoever is deemed responsible will probably be sent to jail. What do you do? I would have to, like, admit that I did it. I would not be able to not. Same. I could never not. Let's make this one short and sweet. Obviously, I killing someone is different. No, 100%. I would abs. We're like, if they drown by themselves, <laughs> it's not our fault. No, 100%, though. I would not be able to live with no. it. And knowing just- it was by accident, too, like for my own moral mm-hmm. self, like I didn't intentionally kill this no, someone. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, and also, it says knowing that they'll probably be sent to jail. Why would you be sent to jail if you were like accidentally? Like, are you- I think you still do. Like vehicular manslaughter. Are you, like, high as a kite or something? Because no. I'm pretty sure if you're not, like, doing anything illegal and you accidentally kill someone, do you well, actually go to jail? Well, it depends if, like, they literally ran out in the middle. My uncle hit somebody. I remember that. That was terrifying. Yeah, but he was – the guy purposely yeah. chose to get hit. Yeah. So, like, I think if it were that situation – I don't know. That's interesting. I just feel like I – but if you're driving recklessly or you're not paying attention. Or you're drinking while driving or yeah. texting or yeah. whatever, obviously. And you hit someone. You you're at, at fault. But it just seems like if you're act- – if you're, But hitting someone, you're more than likely at fault. Unless they – it didn't say they purposely were trying to jump out in the road. <laughs> it's not specific enough. I'm going <laughs> to pretend that – no. Obviously, though, I would I would not be no. able to not Me tell that. That's Me just awful. Yes, Me I would neither. say Would no, it cross my that. mind? Probably, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be. Able I think to it would that. cross my mind later in life and be like, "Why the heck didn't I just let her say she yeah, did it?" No, literally, once you're rotting in jail. Yeah. <laughs> but you're an EMT on the scene of a car crash that involves your spouse and the lover you didn't know he had. They both are gravely injured, and your spouse's injuries are much worse. You can tell that it's unlikely he will pull through. Meanwhile, his lover has a neck wound that is. That will prove fatal if pressure isn't applied soon. Whom do you choose to work on? My husband, 100%. I do not like him for cheating on me, but I would never. (laughs) Okay, well, I wouldn't go quite that far, but I would definitely save my husband for sure. Well, then you don't need her in your life to be worried. Like, you guys can recover happily after because she's no longer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, it crossed my mind. I didn't know if I'd say it on the podcast, but... <laughs> I've listened to too many thrillers, okay? Oh, uh, no, it's actually... No. That's literally... This is literally from a thriller. Uh, a thriller? <laughs> I think that's like a old social media app. Oh, well, this is definitely from a thriller book. This is exactly what would happen, and the girl would literally, like, put salt on the... Wound. On the wound of the dying, cheating... <laughs> not this husband but yeah actually no in a thriller book she would kill the husband for sure yeah and her and the girl would become bffs yeah which is also the um the the husband's fault if he cheats on you it's actually not really the lover's fault but still takes two to tango but also he's definitely a cheater yes okay All right. You are a doctor at a top hospital. You have six gravely ill patients, five of 
five of whom are in urgent need of organ transplants. You can't help them because there are no available organs. I'm going to reread that. Okay. Okay. You can't help them, though, because there are no available organs. The sixth patient, however, will die without a particular medicine. If he or she dies, you will be able to save the other five patients by using the organs of patient number six. Who is an organ donor? What do you do? Um, my job and keep them all alive. And if they die, then they die. I'm not going to kill one person to save five. Oh, yeah. Never. No. You, no. No. Because if that – never. Like picture if that one person is your spouse. Yeah, You are going to do everything to keep that person alive. Yes. And that person is someone's love. Someone loves that person as much as you love your spouse and your kids and your family. So absolutely not. Yeah. I feel like that is – I feel like that's like the – I think the first question was kind of like this. Like it's a moral – like, oh, the bank robbing for the orphans. Like would you tell – I feel like that's the same Mm -hmm. vibe where it's like, no, you just do what's right. Yeah. And like – you don't kill someone to save some. I would n- never. Oh. I literally love you. are like, you would not kill someone to save someone that you love. <laughs> literally. Oh, the girl she... Wait, nope. did it say your husband was on there? No. No. Okay. no. I'm like, wait. If it's Drew, <laughs> oh. <gasps> Sorry. If it's Drew, they're all gone. Uh, I'll save Drew under any circumstances. No. I... This question actually makes me mad because... Only the because... The whole donor thing on a yes. license... Yeah, because I just – when I was – when I worked at the driving school, mm-hmm. they – like, people would actually say that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. there was kids who'd be like, I would never do that. They're just going to kill me so they can give me my or- – give my organs away and whatever. And it um, – they like, doctors are not going to do that. No. But also, I've heard that so many times. Someone told me literally take organ donor off of your license. Why? I don't know. But, no, it's just really – really interesting i started watching a show mm-hmm. on netflix your mom me and her were watching it together not like together in person yeah. but together and then we'd talk about it and call each other anyway i think it was called like new york emergencies mm-hmm. or something anyway there literally was patients on there that were like waiting for organ donations <clears throat> and like when they got the organ donation and they were able to like live a life to the fullest mm-hmm. it was really cool that's beautiful. Okay, I have some really, like, quick ones that I don't think are as morally challenging. Okay. When making a purchase at a local store, you're given too much change. Do you say something or keep quiet? Say something. Say something, but I probably don't notice. Um, oh, I was thinking, like, change money. That's, like, oh, change, like, literal change. change like Change, coins. I wouldn't notice. But if they give me too much, yes, I will say something. Yes. Okay, that is, like, a different time. I was at the grocery store I was leaving I had a whole cart of groceries and then I had a huge case of water under my cart Mm -hmm. and they never charged me for it and I literally went back and paid for it because I was like oh fine but I definitely have stolen an avocado before it was underneath Zara's car seat when she was like in an infant car seat Mm -hmm. it got like shoved underneath there and I went to put my groceries in my car and there was an avocado in there and I was like I'm sorry I'm keeping the 60 cent avocado I'm not going back into the store I have my kids both in their car seats yeah it's not gonna happen so the three dollar case of water paid for, but the sixty cent avocado did not go back into the store for. I remember my mom. Uh, 
many times as a child. Like, she would accidentally steal something. And the next time, maybe because I was with her and she was trying to teach me good morals. Mm -hmm. But the next time we go into the store, like, if she got home and was like, oh, no, we accidentally stole a box of cereal or they didn't charge us, Mm -hmm. she will literally tell them. No, I was with your mom when I had the case of water. And I was like, oh, she's like, got to go back. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I do. Good job, mom. Well, (laughs) me and Drew went to dinner the other day and they didn't put something on our bill. And Drew told the guy and the guy's like, oh, you know what? It's fine. Thanks for being honest. No, I honestly feel like that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Not not at grocery stores. I feel like grocery stores are mm-hmm. more like, okay, here's yeah. – you can pay for it. But at, like, restaurants mm-hmm. and I feel like they definitely are yeah. more – Okay. You receive a package at your home that was delivered to the wrong address. The shipping label indicates it's your favorite item and you cannot afford to purchase it yourself. Do you keep it or notify who it was intended for? I would notify who was intended for. That is the most annoying thing in the entire world when you have a package and you're waiting for it and you can't get it. And you're like, I need this for something. I would too. Your neighbor leaves their dog out in all kinds of weather. The poor animal frequently looks like it's miserable. Sometimes it's out of water and seems to be barely fed. Do you report what you think is happening or do you stay quiet? Oh, that's so sad. Okay, yeah. I, I thought it was something else. Like, like I always am like, oh, I don't like dogs. But, like, I would never want to You would never want to intentionally have a dog be, be harmed. No, any animal have pain. Or, like, that's how I so said the sad. hen. I feel bad for the hens who have to lay eggs. <laughs> oh. I just don't want them in my house. But I, I don't. Know. I still actually like animals. So That's so sad. I don't know if I'd report it. I would call everyone I know and ask them what I should do. <laughs> that's probably what I would do. But I feel like if... Like, I'm picturing my neighbors here, mm-hmm. and I am I feel like, like, oh, is your dog okay? It looks pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Like, is everything okay? Like, and if they were like, oh, he's fine, I'd be like, okay, it's your dog, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard, though. I know. I don't know. I honestly think I would just give it water all the time and, like, sneak it my leftover chicken bones or something. I don't know if dogs are supposed to have chicken bones, but. Your lunch keeps getting missing at work. You're pretty sure you know who is taking it from you each day. You confront them, report it to your supervisor. You confront them, report it to your supervisor, get them back by making a cat food sandwich, or just keep quiet. Oh, I'd make a cat food sandwich immediately. Oh, I would too, actually. That's funny. Yeah, because you can't can't guarantee they're going to take it. Yeah. And I think I would do that because I'm pretty petty. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love a good prank. Literally. No. Like, oh. Yeah. That's don't funny. steal my food. Like, yeah, that I'm would not... piss me off so bad. I know. And I'm not going to go be a crybaby to my boss and be like, John's taking my food every day. <laughs> well, it, it's just one of those things that if they want to eat cat food sandwiches, like, go for it. True. Your friend gives you a gift for your birthday. Unfortunately, it's a type of perfume you're extremely allergic to. Do you say something and ask for a receipt to return it or do you keep quiet? I try to return it without them knowing. Yes, same here. I would return it with no receipt because I'm pretty sure you could take it in and say, hey, I got this as a gift. I need to return it. And they'd be like, sorry, we can only do in-store credit. You'd be like, perfect. I'll get perfume I like. So I would not say anything. And then if they ever asked me about it, be like, oh, my gosh, no. It turns out I'm allergic to it. But I was able to return it, and I got a different one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, really quick, one more thing. Me and Madison have cookbook club this week. Yes. And I'm so excited to be going. But the cookbook that we're cooking from, it's a blog. It's Mm -hmm. called Flamingo Estates. Mm -hmm. And I am nervous about making food. I feel like every single recipe I've looked at has had, like, very – okay, the recipe that I actually chose is 
like normal things Mm -hmm. but a lot of the recipes were literally things I had no idea what they even were in them me neither and And so I was they're all fun though where you're like wow I'd love to try this but I'm probably gonna spend $50 on groceries to make this one thing well no and that was my thing I'm like I don't want to make something for the first time when I literally don't even know what it is Mm -hmm. so I I kind of like chickened out and I'm making it's called an Israeli chopped salad Mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be really good but um so I should have been more adventurous but I I chickened out I'm making, like, a paneer, like, red pepper paneer, which is, paneer is just, like, Indian cheese, if you don't know, but it's so, I love You've paneer. had it before? I'm very excited to try everyone's Me too. food. It's going to be wait. so good. But, yeah, go look at the Flamingo Estate. Let's put it on our Instagram, and we'll put everything else that we talked about <laughs> yes. there, too. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.